Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Welcome to the Think Inspire podcast with my boy featuring Dawson. So, guys, we've just onboarded a whole bunch of really world-class coaches all around the world, and I'm really excited about this call because not only do we have Dawson on the other side, but we have someone that has a very compelling story that really resonates with me because like we started our fitness journey around about the same time. So, I'm really interested to hear um, how he went from getting bullied, uh, feeling depressed to now like coaching over 50 students all around the world, um, international coach now having a, like, ha- like having trained people all, all, all over the countries. So without further ado, Dawson, welcome to the call. Um, s- super excited to have you here, man. Tell me, um, tell me a little bit about, about you, man. Tell me about like, before you started fitness, like what were you into? Yeah, bro. I'm super, super pumped to be on here. I mean, this is awesome. Um, so before I started fitness, I was really into, I've always like kind of been into like fitness and sports and stuff, but I was really into basketball mostly. Like that was like my main sport when I was in high school, like middle school. And that's why I started taking like really, really seriously. And I really started like working out because I wanted to get better at basketball pretty much. That was like the sole purpose. I wanted to be able to dunk, to be honest. I was wanting to be able to like do a slam dunk. And uh, I started working out doing that. And it was super cool because like I was so like underdeveloped as like a kid. So when I started like started finally hitting the weights, my coach was like, damn, bro, you got like some broad shoulders, like things are going good. That was kind of like the first little indicator for me to be like, all right, yeah, this is sick. Like I'm getting some validation from the outside world. This is dope. Yeah. And uh, when you're young, you know, like the validation of saying, hey, man, you're doing great from someone that you respect. It's that it's that it's that light that you don't get at home because like, you know, our parents will just tell you all the things that everything you want to hear pretty much. Yeah. And with someone like in, in sport, especially when they have all these people going from like B grade to A grade, you know, you kind of can see where you stack up. So that must've been a big confidence boost for you. Oh, absolutely. And at the time too, it was just so low as well. Mm, Okay. So you said you got into fitness when you were 17 and you mentioned like off the call that you were weighing, about 135 pounds, which is about 61 kilograms. And you, you wanted to get into fitness because of basketball. So tell me about like, what was it like at the very start of your fitness journey um, coming up and what made you transition into more like weight training and bodybuilding? Yeah. So like for me, like basketball was pretty much my life back then. It was a kind of like the only thing I like had going for me, to be honest, like at the time when I was like 16, 17, that's like you, like you mentioned, I was super skinny. I had like a face full of acne, glasses, braces. So it made me like a super, super easy target for other kids. Um, So I really only had like basketball as like my little outlet. And then Mm. when I was getting into fitness for basketball, like it kind of like showed me like I had another outlet pretty much. So I had like practice three, four or five times a week. Then I also had like weight training like three or four times a week for an hour and a half too, which was like another like little getaway for me. So 
like having that extra like outlet for me was just like super super important at that time too because I was going through such a hard time I had like super bad social anxiety like I couldn't speak in front of a class in front of new people I could barely look people in the eyes at the time too so like it was a super super hard time for me and fitness kind of like helped me like have an extra crutch that like I needed at the time Mm, okay and you mentioned like you were like going through a place of like depression and you got a bit bullied tell me about that part of your life yeah okay so I remember it was it was super tough like it was almost every day some kid was calling me like pizza boy or like pimple face like every single fucking day and it was just super brutal for me especially at like 16 17 like there's not like much I can do about that like I was on Accutane I was on like this antibiotic that antibiotic but that just made it like so much worse too because like that didn't work so I was just like going through such a hard time with like everyone like even like my friends and like some family too would like mention it as well um just like the way I looked and I was super super self-conscious so like being able to like work out and work on my body at least like get bigger arms bigger legs and like kind of enjoy the way I looked was like so huge for me because like I was so depressed all the time like I could barely look myself in the eyes in the mirror as well like let alone like someone else so like actually noticing those gains and then also like I mentioned my coach saying like oh your shoulders are getting bigger that was like so huge for me and I was like oh, shit like this might be something that like I'm gonna do for a long time and and it is was it the motivation of like not wanting to be that kid anymore that got picked on calling being being called like pizza face to actually help you transform your body into where it is now oh 100 yeah that like negative like how do i say this like, that negative like drive was actually like what pushed me like, the most i'm pretty sure in my fitness journey and my basketball journey too because i went from being like an okay player to being like one of the best players in my school so, so like using so that like negative that's... energy as drive yeah that's that's big extreme and for anyone that's listening to this podcast right now or even when they watch it later when it when it streams into spotify um some people right now like don't feel like they have that level of oh man i'm gonna be great at this said thing because they're so far low so how do you go from like just being in the darkness not seeing light to going from like being an average below average basketball player to like one of the best like like what Talk to me about that transition. Yeah, so that was like really, really cool for me. I was like, like after I like transitioned to like putting in more work in it. Like honestly, all I did at the time was work out and play basketball. Like I have a court at my house was just like a three point line with my hoop, and like all I really focused on was just school and basketball, school, basketball, workout, and sleep. So like having that thing to like push me when I felt like I had nothing was super, super important for me. And like then when I started seeing the results and seeing myself get stronger, seeing myself play better it was like oh shit like I'm, the time i'm putting into it right now is really paying off like time i put into it like months ago too is really paying off now so like that feeling is just like so like it's like it's priceless to be honest like now that i'm thinking back at it thinking back about those memories I actually seeing myself improve too because like also with a lot of people you'll like notice that in your fitness journey like you'll look at yourself every single day and you'll feel like you haven't like really made any improvements but then you'll look at a picture from a month ago or two months ago and you'll be like oh my god like like holy shit i just did that and my pants do feel looser now that i think of it and that sort of stuff you know what i mean mm. and as we prolong our like progression of you know being the best version of yourself through fitness and health how was your relationships at the time when you weren't feeling that great when you were getting put, called pizza boy like did you have a lot of friends did you, did you have a girlfriend at the time like what was that like place like yeah I, I had a girlfriend i had a girlfriend in high school and like a little bit into university and that was that was good that was pretty fun um and i had a couple friends too i had a couple close friends um but nothing really like stuck with me like long term 
You know what I mean? Like I still have a couple of buddies I'll talk to every once in a while, but like I was so like in my own head about a lot of stuff too, that it made it super tough for me to like maintain relationships and still like really be myself around people. Cause I felt so judged all the time. Mm. Okay. You mentioned like you felt judged all the time. Um, and did you feel like as you started gaining more confidence by, cause you, how much weight have you put on since like 61 kilograms? Like that's five uh, years ago. So what are you weighing now? So I went from like 135, 135 pounds to 215 pounds to what I'm currently at now is 190. I'm not really sure what the kilogram conversion of that would be. 190 is about like 80 kilograms, 85. Okay. Yeah. 85. Okay. Yeah. So I gained about like a bit more than 20 kilograms, like healthy of healthy weight. And has, how has your relationships changed since that, that effect? Oh man. Confidence is through the roof. now. <laughs> I'm like happy in my own skin. I um, see the world differently now. Like I'm actually like confident, happy, feeling healthy. Um, everything's just kind of like falling into place now. Yeah. And for anyone that's like going through some like signs of like not showing where to start or not knowing if they can create long lasting relationships, like what advice do you have for these people? Honestly, just put yourself out there to start. Like you can either like think about it or you can start now and have six months of like progress or six months of excuses. Mm, I remember when I first started my fitness journey, like I only purely did it because I wanted to tr attract the opposite sex because all my friends were a lot bigger than me. I'm like, like being Asian, I was like the smallest kid in school and I hated it because like, everyone around me was like big, stocky. Like my, my school is like mostly Middle Eastern. So these guys are built like Mack trucks and people from New Zealand, they're built like bricks. And I was just, I, you're forced to grow in that environment. So I always said I was I was at the most racist, sexist school you could probably think of. Like there were so many racial and sexual slurs that would like back in my day, like maybe 15 years ago, that would just come across like normal English. And I didn't know any better, but it actually helped me to this day to like navigate like what's wrong, what's right, like what was bad, but also I developed like thick skin. Like you get, you get called every name under the sun. It's going to do something for you psychologically in terms of like, okay, you gotta hold your ground. And, you know, I think weight training is a, a really good way to deflect that type of bully versus victim like narrative, because like bullies only pick on people that they feel like they can actually pick on. You start exactly. putting on muscle, you start putting on a bit of size, you start walking around a bit different, you start talking differently, the people can feel that. And they don't really want to pick on anyone that's uh, like going to put up a, a decent fight. So for you, um, it was like, what was the biggest motivating factor for you to like, like, that's a lot of muscle, 15 kilograms. And for you to transition over, like, what, like, why? Honestly, I think because like, I didn't think I was able to do that. I think that might have been the biggest thing that was like really driving me because so many people told me I'd never be able to do that. Like, I don't have the body structure to get big or anything like that. And by no means am I like a massive dude, but I am a very fit person. And I've accomplished quite a bit too. And like, I think it's just like going back to it, like that negative drive of people telling me you can't do something that pushes me more than anything to actually like do it and be like, you know what, man, like, fuck you. I just did it. What was, was there any stories or any specific scenarios that you could think of that was, um, where someone actually said something to you and they're like, oh, I'm going to use this for the next year. <laughs> yeah. So when I was like 19, that girl I was dating that I mentioned when I was in high school, we broke up and a couple months before that, she told me like, I would never be able to get abs because we always snack, we'd always go out to get food and all that sort of stuff. And 
I was, I was told I'll never be able to get abs because of my lifestyle. And I was like, you know what? Like now that I'm single, I'm going to go get some abs <laughs> and just mm. took me a couple months. I got a six pack, had some nice photos and yeah, like just like the negative drive just pushed me to do it. Yeah. I think breakups get the best revenge bodies ever. Absolutely. Yeah. I've had, um, I remember there's one student that was working with me. She got cheated on during her, uh, cheated on like a week before a wedding. The wedding didn't go ahead and she joined one of our challenges lost like 10 kilograms in eight weeks. But like the way she delivered her training and the way she listened to instructions was not even like strange. She just followed everything I said. And I'm not saying like, like being a fitness coach for 10 years, it's not like everyone joins my program. Like, okay, whatever you say, Pat, there's going to come along with a lot of fucking baggage, belief patterns, what's wrong, what's right, time, excuses, bullshit. And like, you get to navigate with that and like teach them on how to like take that first step. Cause most people don't know what that first step is. That's why they seek help. So this person that got cheated on was like, fuck, I don't care. I want the body. And because I know like, cause I've been in this industry for long enough to have enough results to never have to question if I'm good. Like I haven't, I have like over thousands of before and after photos now. So, so she knew that I could provide the results, but because she was in severe pain you know severe pain is like when you kind of when you can't actually share it you're oh, yeah, in like definitely. such a deep dark place that you can't even share your thoughts you can't share your feelings you can't share what you're going through because it's so like it's so dark that you just think no one's going to understand which is bullshit you the the more you put yourself in the darkness the more people can't see you so you maybe just shed some light on something and then get used to sh- sharing and sharing and sharing and you realize oh we're all in the same boat you know, 100%. so, oh man, this, this chick changed her body fast. Like if you want fast results, man, don't think you can't, like you can get fast results and keep it if you have enough pain and breakups are fucking amazing for that. I feel whether you yeah. broke up with her or she broke up with you, you know, use it like this healing thing. I don't like this fucking healing narrative that people have. It's like, you need to take time and, you know, self heal yourself and go out in nature and like collect your thoughts and find out who you actually are. And I'm like, cool. But when you come back home and you have to go back to your normal life, what did that healing actually do? Give you a different perspective. And then what, you know, perspective and reflection is all great, but if you don't take action, the fuck matters. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You can reflect to the cows come home and then we're going to have the same conversation a month from now. How are we having the same conversation a month from now? Because they're the same, but I've, I'm learning how to reflect and, and like self heal. What the yeah, fuck but that, that? that little voice is still in the back of your head, though. Yeah, it's in the back, so you got to shut it up with a fucking stronger voice. And your <laughs> heart, your heart is a muscle, right? So if you if you actually, um, uh, so I went to this expo, right? And um, there, at this expo, there was two hearts. So it was like this small heart and this big heart. And the small heart was like brown, shaped the size of your palm. The person smoked, the person ate really unhealthy, and there was another heart next to it, and it was like f- like the size of my hand, it's full full red, full like pumping. This person didn't smoke, didn't drink, exercised five times a week, ate really good, and one heart was a lot bigger. Well, one was actually doing the work to actually pump new like blood, and you know, I feel like courage and bravery and all these amazing traits that humans should have, like your heart goes along with that. So if you're just going to sit there and like, just sit there in silence thinking 
that you're, you're progressing. I feel like that's a false narrative and it's been sold to us. And like, there's a lot of bullshit narratives out there that don't actually get anything done. They're designed to trap you into thinking that time will heal all wounds. But if you think about it, action and time will heal wounds a lot faster, more effectively. And at the end of the day, the same narrative goes as well. And the truth is we not might, but we might not be here tomorrow. So why wait? Oh, hundred percent. I resonate with that. Why, why wait? Like, yeah, the time is now. The time is always now. Like, what are you going to do today? What are you going to do today? Like, have you made decisions today to change your life? Yeah, but it's not the right time with so much things happening in the next few weeks. You don't understand. What makes you think the next few weeks are guaranteed? There's always going to be excuses. So Yeah, there's always going to be two voices in your head. Which one's stronger? The one that has all these excuses of insert Y, you can't achieve X, or the one that's like, I can't achieve X because I haven't done the work, so why not make that first, second step to improving? I'm not going to get there overnight, so might as well start now. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. Have you ever done something or joined a program? Because I've joined many. And every time I join these programs, some being crappy, some being really, really good. And the really good ones, I thought, fuck, I wish I did this earlier. Oh yeah, definitely. Because like, you know, um, like we're in the same coaching company, right? And I always think, what if I joined this program earlier? <laughs> Where would I be? Yeah, no, I thought, I thought that a bunch of times too. I was so oh. hesitant with joining that one too. Yeah. So for, for people that don't know, we're a part of like a, um, a mentorship program and we get, we get mentored by the same coach, right? And literally, Dawson, if we signed up like five years ago, where the fuck would we be now? Five years ahead from today. Bro, I got my Lambo. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that for sure like i think about it. why didn't i do this earlier oh yeah me too and it took me like a month and a half before i actually decided to like go all in with like that because i was like i was in university and then i was just like you know what i'm just gonna take some time off see what happens and then i joined the program and then with that i was able to drop out of university and now here i am mm. so and i was so nervous to do that too like that was like one of the biggest decisions like i'd ever had to make in my life because at the time i was only 20 and I was like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, I don't know if I can afford this. So I like, had all these like hesitations in my mind. But then I was like, you know what? Like, screw it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to see how it goes. And that was about like eight, nine months ago now. And is probably the best decision I've made in my life. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, damn right. And that's fucking amazing. And, you know, there's always three things that are circulating every day. And if we're not progressing in any of these areas, we'd become a, we, we don't actually grow. Like, yeah, you can grow like hitting puberty and then you get to a certain height and then you finish your degree and then what happens afterwards? So there's three there's three things that we can always like focus on, right? There's health, there's wealth, and there's relationships. And then in the Dream Team Academy, like the main focus is health. But if you start in this academy for like f- the first few weeks, you're going to lose a bit of weight. You're going to get f- feeling a bit stronger. Three months from then, you're going to think, hmm, like I've got, I've, I, I, I'm more confident. I'm more socially aware. I'm, I'm out a lot more because I can finally love what I'm wearing when I'm out and I'm getting a lot more attention. So that's always nice. And then afterwards, it's like, what am I doing with my life? Like, do I want to do this nine to five job that I absolutely hate? And do I have to do this because like I want to please my family or my partners or because like social construct or the government is keeping me with this job? And like that's, and that's a narrative. Just like what we're told to do. That's just what people are told to do too. Like, yeah. Do you have to do that? 
step out, get a big picture of like, get a 30,000 foot view of what that looks looks like. And if you can't, because you don't have the tools to get hired to get a better vantage point, maybe seek help. Maybe ask someone that has a bigger view of where you're trying to go so they can see where you're at and tell you what step to move. Like, because maybe you're like 30 degrees off. You're 30 degrees off from like stepping to the right direction. So you're like looking to the left, but you should just look 30 degrees to the right and walk that way. And everything over time, you have a brand new fucking life you never thought possible. And these are coming from two coaches that at 17 years of age were both bullied, both really skinny, put in more muscle than they could ever, ever imagine. And now we look back and like, fuck, why didn't I like, why didn't I get coaching earlier? I probably would have got there faster. Man, I didn't even think I was going to be here. Like at 21, like almost 22. I didn't think I was going to be here, to be honest. Mm. Talk to me about that. Yeah, well, so when I was like going through it, when I was like on these like medication for like my skin and stuff, I was getting bullied every day. I like, I remember this one day I looked up at like how like the most painless way to die. And that kind of like hit me like a truck. Cause after I looked that up, I was like, oh shit like am i serious about this and that thought like stuck with me for like probably like five months every single day like it was just on my head like i didn't not think about that mm-hmm. and i on, i actually started seeing a therapist too in high school because like i was it hit me because i was like something's need gotta change like this isn't normal and another thing that my therapist told me that helped me the most was start running more and start lifting weights more so that was another reason why i was getting into it like really heavy like in high school because like i mentioned that's kind of like my little getaway and like it still is too, like because I, I obviously everyone still goes through shit too, like not as heavy, but like I still use the gym for like an hour, an hour and a half of like my me time, and I think that's why it's like so important because like I was at such a low place, like and now it's just crazy to think that like four or five years later I'm like like I'm just right here doing my thing, like as an online coach. Like, I, if you told me that like when I was going through all this like hard shit, I'd just tell you like f off probably, like you're crazy, you don't know what you're, th- what you're talking about, but it's just crazy how life works that way. Mm. You know, you mentioned a few things that I can definitely resonate with. I didn't do it for five months, but it was definitely circulating for a good, a few weeks and it scared the fuck out of me. I'm like, oh, who put this thought in my head? It wasn't my it's thought. Painful. Yeah. Who put this thought in my head? And I thought, hmm, I had a real, I didn't do therapy, but I had a moment. I said to myself, well, I'm on the 40th floor of an apartment building. I don't have the balls to jump. <laughs> so number one and number two. These thoughts suck. They suck and uh, don't like them. So why not do something that can, because I wasn't working at the time because we were in COVID, right? I'm like, I don't want to live. I don't want to live. I don't want to live. And um, I just thought, fuck, what do I need to do? Fuck, I need to find a job. So I found a job and I'm like, oh, this job sucks. But the sucking wasn't as bad as the living in an apartment with no job. Like mm-hmm. there's different levels of suck. <laughs> you know, there's different levels of suck. And you know what's funny? The quality of human you are is completely in correlation to the quality of problem you have. If your quality of problem is how can I get past tonight or how can I how can I pay this person back that I've been owing for two years or how can I um, borrow money of a friend to make sure I pay my bills this week, that's that's where you're at. And that's that's not a great place to be at. And if you've settled for there, I'm telling you right now, you need a bigger vantage point. So find yourself surrounded by people that are actually winning because the people that are winning are the people that take the most losses but these losses actually matter and we talk about this all the time because like you're a part of the academy we talk about coaching every single day like how can we get better how can we get better so these thoughts of before like i'll ask you dawson the thoughts that you had like before of like not wanting to live versus now like the quality the the thoughts you probably have now are completely different right 
Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. I'm wondering what new city to move to, man. Yeah, the, your like, problem right now. Listen, to, listen to this guy. Now it's like, fuck. Where should I live? Where should I go? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's fucking crazy. I have these thoughts all the time. Like, fuck. I got so much freedom. Where do I want to go? I'm going to Bali, but do I want to go to Manila next? Or maybe I'll go to Canada. I've got a few friends in Canada. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Like, so then, like, if you have that problem of like these are your thoughts, right? You're in a good place. Like, in comparison, you need, like, an anchor point of, like, this is a fucking bad place because I remember. And I love this. I love this chat because it, we can both talk about being at rock bottom and seeing how far we are now from rock bottom. Definitely, yeah. But, but where we're right now, compared to our goals, we're probably at rock bottom. Like, our goals are so high and so big. This is our new rock bottom. This is, yeah, like, okay, so. cool. Yeah, this is, like, fuck, I don't want to be here. I really don't want to be where I'm at right now. It pisses me off. And because it pisses me off, you use that motivation because like everyone has their hero's journey as much as you don't want to believe it, unless you like, like to numb your thoughts and numb, numb your aspirations and goals and watch uh, keeping up with the Kardashians or watching mainstream news. If you want to numb your thoughts and your dreams, you can always do that. But if you really sit in silence and think about what you want in your life without giving yourself the excuse of how you can't get there, fuck, what could you create? The reason why we have dream above team is because we as adults forget to dream about what we want and it's all fluff, right? Oh, fucking fuck your dreams, get a job and pay the bills and shut up. And like, that's what we've been taught in food spare. This is bullshit. This is shit. This is like a jail cell. Like you need to step out and realize that you're more than just reality. If you don't have a stupid amount of delusion of a uh, delusional optimism, then how are you going to ever achieve something so wild? There was oh, yeah. a time where we didn't have light. There was a time we didn't have a vehicle. There was a time no one had stepped a foot on the moon. Someone had to be fucking delusional to do all this shit. So and Someone had to be first to do it too. Yeah, someone had to be. What does that mean? It goes tell you anything is possible. I believe it. I, I genuinely believe anything is possible. Now, it's also the, the reality of like, what are you competent at? Like, are you good at fitness coaching? You know what I mean? Like, I had this person and, like, I love her. Like, she's great. She's a great student. She's like, I want to be a life coach. And I said, you are not right there. Like, she's she's one of my students. I'm like, you're not becoming a life coach. You got too much shit you need to handle before you become a life coach. So, that's why you need people in your ear to tell you this stuff. You know, the right people. So, like, along this dream that we're trying to create, I'm thinking, I need to know who are the people that are living my dream right now and ask them the questions on how they got there. And you get a pay to play. Oh, absolutely. You have to. Like, I pay a lot of fucking money for mentoring. So, um, for instance, for anyone that wants to get fitness coaching, you might be like, well, fuck, I don't want to spend money on a fucking fitness coach. Let me go to the gym and pay like a $20 membership that you get no results with because we all know the facts. 70% of people that go to a gym, uh, their donations, the, the, the gym model, the gym model, I had two gyms and they were not the the big franchise models, the gym model, they only profit off the people that don't go to the gym. Do you know how fucked up that is, Dawson? Oh, yeah. At the gym I used to work at, we were told not to phone the people that haven't shown up in a month to tell them that they, they still have a running membership. Like, do you know how shady that is too? Because that's where they make all their money. People who forget. It's fucked. <laughs> right? It, it's completely fucked. Like, gyms make money off the people that don't go to the gym like that is crazy to me 
that's how you need to know like you need to be in certain rooms to like get a different perspective because if you if you follow mainstream perspective of like just do this the right thing is to do this i want you to know a thing like think about this right you follow that narrative look at the people look at the people in that bubble is that where you want to be i've had three therapists and i've stepped out of the therapy game I'm not saying I'm, I'm I'm a never say never type of guy, but like I've had three therapists and I looked at these therapists and I was going through some shit and I just thought, would I want to trade places with this person? And I'm like, not really. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a super heavy job. Heavy job. But like, if you look at a therapist or a life coach, wouldn't you want that person to be a, an inspiration to you? If they're like, if, if the law, if the law, the universal law of the five closest people around you make up who you are, if that's the law, Dawson, you've heard this before. Oh yeah, definitely. If that's the law and your therapist is one of your closest friends or closest colleagues or cl- closest people that you talk to, that you vent and open up to more than anyone in your life, if that's the law and if they're not at a place where you inspire to be, like, what the fuck? you get what i mean they could know all the knowledge like i could read a book dawson and teach you about piano i could teach you about piano but if do you know know how to play piano would you want to learn from the practitioner that actually learns and knows how to actually play piano at the highest level or do you want to do you want to know a theorist exactly like has that person actually accomplished what you want to accomplish? Yeah, pretty fucking much. Like, and that's what you have to do. When, and like, I feel sorry for people that never ask for help or never pay for advice or never pay to be in certain rooms. Like you need to pay to play. You need to. That's why there's entries to go into pl- public places because like do you, there's there's an entry fee for most things you got to go to. But no, nah, I want to do it myself. You follow that narrative. You're going to be like everyone else. You're not going to get anywhere. Everyone wants to do their like New Year's resolution goals on their by themselves too. And what's the percentage on people who like don't follow through with that? Is it's like eighty seven percent or something? Yeah, it's a big fucking trap. It's a trap. It's like a narrative trap of like, okay, January I'm gonna start, which means I don't have to start until January. Sweet. And then, then January comes along, and then they're like, oh, maybe I'll just wait till next month. Or maybe I'll just wait till next month. It's just like cycle of it. Like it keeps on going. Mm-hmm. Unless you surround yourself by people like like high level people that actually get things done daily and consistency matters. Like I can't explain yeah. to you. you ever watch people on social media. I'm like, fuck this person's consistent. I'd love to be a part of his team. He's always showing up. If he's always showing up for him and I'm part of his team, I'm forced to show up too. So when I first started fitness, right? Like I was training with some friends, but I wasn't really getting anywhere. So I hired a coach and I started training with my coach and I fell into results. What does that mean? It's like you're training, you're training, you're training. And because like all your conversations about putting on muscle, you just naturally have to put on muscle because you're in that environment. Like that's the only thing that matters. Have you been around like lazy people, bro? And like you felt all of a sudden lazy for a few days? Dude, all of my first and second year of university- (laughs) Yeah. it's and just like like people that are like, and being in your comfort zone is completely fine too if like that's where you want to be but like the majority of people like have goals they want to hit they just like don't take the right steps to hit and it's because like like for me at least like i was just so comfortable like a couple of years ago in university I, like i was like doing okay and i was just like i said comfortable but like i had these goals i wanted to hit and it wasn't until like i surrounded myself around like more people that like were in the exact same headspace as me that i actually hit those goals 100 percent. you know um so 
now obviously you're part of my, our academy and you're, like, you're one of the coaches now. So what do you think you bring to the table? Because there's so many online coaches here. What do you specialize in? What do you love helping people with? And yeah, what, what what's the what's the number one thing that makes you different? Honestly, like my communication with my clients is super, super good. Everyone's super, super happy. And like I adapt things like in like a super timely fashion. And I also help people believe in themselves. Like I've had clients before that like have messaged me two months later saying like they've hit some goals that they were thought they thought they were impossible. But like, like you said, nothing's impossible. So I'm like that person that's there for them to actually like help them show themselves that all their self-living limiting beliefs are just like just beliefs in their head. They're, they're not true. Like I'm that person that can actually help them get to where they need to be that they thought like they couldn't ever do in their entire life. Like I have one client, like I'm not going to say any names, but um, he messaged me like a couple, a couple months ago. And he's like, man, I can finally run around with my kids again. Like, I can keep up with my kids. I went tobogganing with them just the other day down the hill. And before I would just like sit, sit, watch TV after work. I wouldn't like, run with them. I'd order takeout and getting that message before me, it was just like, holy, like, I really like, I really helped this man, like change his life. Yeah. that's like the best part about being a coach man like, like helping people change their life man. it's crazy yeah we're very fortunate and grateful to have a position to do that you know and like we had to go against the grain most personal trainers were like in a gym training other people and then realized covid oh, took that privilege away from us and we had to adapt and i i love being i love hanging out with personal trainers because these people like they push through like if we can't coach our students to push through how can we push through right so we, we have to be in authentic congruence all the time. Like I wouldn't hire a fat coach. Like I wouldn't, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't hire an unfit coach. There's no way like that person's not living a lifestyle that is going to be appropriate for our students. Yeah, that makes like, sense. That's not happening. So we always have to live lead by example. We always have to make sure we are prioritizing our fit. Cause if we're not making health and fitness, our number one priority, how are our, are our students? You know, and what happens to your students when they are prioritizing their health and fitness? What happens in other areas of their life? They're happier, more confident. <laughs> They're doing more fun stuff that they like, wouldn't normally do. Buying new clothes. Exactly. Buying new clothes. When's the last time you've bought new clothes because you've actually created a body that you didn't think was possible for like years, right? Yeah, because the, je- the old jeans don't fit. So you got to get some new ones. Wearing some like tank tops sometimes, like. It's crazy. Like everyone, like when they lose weight, they don't realize, but like they got to get a new wardrobe too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the best problem to have is like, they're like, man, you cost me a lot of money. Like I have to buy all these new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could have went the other way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, cool. All right, Dawson, um, just finish up here, man. Let's recap. So any advice for anyone who's thinking about starting their fitness journey? What advice do you have for these guys? Take that first step and you're not going to regret it. Mm, live with no regrets. Take that first step. Cool. Exactly. Well, that, that is all, bro. I really appreciate you. This is not going to be the last podcast that you do on the Think Inspire. Um, so I just want to say welcome to the fucking team. Um, Dude, we're thank all you. About, yeah, you, you, you've, you've transitioned over here very nicely. You're, we vibe for obviously this is very similar reasons. Now, now that I know your, your backstory of like where you come from, like it definitely hits me hard because I was in the same place too. So 
that is all guys um hope you enjoyed today's podcast a lot of other coaches are coming on board too so have the best monday ever and we'll speak to you soon i'm out peace peace busy people listen up this is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams if you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life what i want you to do is go to my instagram Patrick Hong Fit and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.